Vev! 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 Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode. We are in episode three of Live Evil Podcast. My name is Prime Chris Chung, and I am back again. Wow, what a super week. If you didn't get a chance to watch any of that, how can you call yourself an Evil Genius fan? I'm sorry, that's judgmental, but certainly take your time. Review it, go to YouTube, Anivia highlights, you can catch it, you can just speed run through it, and it just gives you the best plays of each of the games so that, you know, you don't have to sit there and watch the whole thing from beginning to end unless you're a hardcore fan. Wink, wink. And, you know, just to kind of let you know, there's a lot of possibilities of being caught up if you're a new fan, if you're new to League Esports, but, you know, just getting rolling into, welcome Thank you for jumping into this bandwagon. There's plenty of space for us. We are the unofficial podcast for Evil Geniuses LCS and all things League of Legends related. We have a plenty of space in this wagon. And hopefully you join us on this journey as we head into Worlds. Or that's the aim at least, right? We saw a bit of glimpse of what we can do at international stage at MSI. Now it's just a matter of getting ourselves through the summer split into Worlds. Expectations are high. And certainly we made a great first step into that direction of securing our spots and hoping to take our revenge on G2, hoping to take our revenge on T1, hoping to take our revenge on RNG, if only RNG will make it. In any case, this is a preview of what's to come ahead for week two, but before we even jump ahead, we're going to take a step back. We're going to look through some of the happenings around uh, Evil Geniuses, League of Legends related. Let us start off with our academy team. As you all probably know, our amateur uh, journey has ended for this circuit, but they will be coming back and they will be better than ever. Um, just go and, um, you know, cheer on our boys and girls. And let them know that we are looking forward to, to them to coming back. But, uh, but until then, let's look into some of the teams, some of the happenings that are happening currently. Evil Geniuses, as I mentioned, Academy has been off to a rough start. And things are seemingly just still a little bit rocky. On week one, we uh, basically won one of the three series that started off week one. As yeah, I've already told you, uh, last week I didn't get a touch on, but we split the game with C9 Academy and we got swept by 100 Thieves Academy. And coming into week three, we still have another game to go as of today's recording. This is Friday at 12 noon. Uh, 
But week three started off with a split against FlyQuest Academy, 1-1. It was, you know, much of a closer series. And uh, unfortunately, we couldn't close out to make it a sweep. And then we followed that up last night with a, a loss to Immortals Academy. I got a chance to watch both games. And got to say, our, our team, our Academy boys... They're really playing the LCS limit testing style, trying to be aggressive, making things happen. This is on the backs of like their top laner, Surti and Kaori. Um, and, but it was just a little bit of chaos in there. So hopefully by the time the, before the season ends for Academy, they can come together because this is the same type of growing pains that I've seen in our LCS team. There's just a lot of exciting... Um, plays that are trying to be made by our um, young squad um, and the veterans can definitely in my opinion do a little better job of just uh, taming down some of the high plays by Surdi, Tomio and, and Kaori uh, especially come on smoothie you're there you're the veteran you've you've had LCS experience but reeling them in uh, chemistry just needs to be built a little bit more Hopefully, we can end with a 2-0 against CLG Academy today. Um, root for our boys. Um, you know, there's no LCS tonight. Um, and by the time you're hearing this, it's probably Saturday. Or hopefully, if you catch this by, uh, you know, Friday afternoon, you still get a chance to follow along. Uh, all the news, all the happenings uh, will be posted as well in our show notes. Edgy Hoon, a living evil, friend of the pod. Well, actually, uh, half... Half the host actually of this pod will be posting her thoughts about what she's observed, how she, what she saw in Evil Geniuses uh, Amateur, and I'm looking forward to reading that. So let's turn our attention to LCS. We came away from Super Week. Not only that we came away unscathed, we came away looking better than ever. The 3-0 doesn't even begin to describe how good our team looked. And I, for one, even though I am hyped about our team, I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised by our team's performance. It's almost as if they took what they learned from MSI, go straight right into the season without missing a beat, and they didn't even have that many uh, opportunities to scrim on this new patch, unlike all the other teams that, you know, had this long off season. Uh, our boys came back from MSI. There was about like a three-week break maybe, whereas everyone else had a month and a half long break. Twice as much, if you uh, think about it. Or maybe three times as much since MSI took place almost uh, two full months. In any case, uh, travel, fatigue, mental refresh didn't seem to bother us. In fact, I think Jojo Pyun looked much better, much more comfortable. Uh, we are also noting that no pings, no ping issue, no ping issue. And we see these boys just limit testing, being able to play their style. Um, my realistic expectation still is that we won't be undefeated and there will be a sort of like a slump upcoming just because I haven't not witnessed any teams, even the best of teams, go uh, fully uh, undefeated, uh, right? T1 was the only one that I can say had an undefeated split. 
um, but they also do a best of three, so it's not like they didn't lose a game. It's just they never lost a series. Whereas for us, best of ones, it's it's hard, um, and I'm not making excuses. I, I guarantee you, I'm not making excuses that, but it it is it's hard to keep up that momentum, and in reality, if you're a believer in stats and um, you know understanding that regression do happen there may be weeks where it feels like a streak of losses and then we're trying to figure out what's going on but that's all natural so adopt that expectation have that on right now but we're not talking about what's to come let's talk about what happened so i'm gonna go game by game just you know as i'm learning how to read the picks and bands and learning how to game. I hope you're joining me in this journey to learn about the games in, you know, chunk form. Maybe you're already better than I am in a lot of the aspects. I don't doubt it. Many of you are much smarter out there, but I hope to invite your voice, whether you're commenting on the show, commenting on Reddit, commenting on the, on giving us review, okay, five star review, download, tell your friends, tell everyone uh, about this. And just love to have your input because I think as our brand grow stronger, as we become better and better each day and each week, each season, hopefully grow our fan base, your voice will be key in letting other new, inviting newcomers, letting others feel the joy of any talent development, but also Evil Geniuses organization. So without further ado, let us dive in. Let's talk about C9 against Evil Genius Week. Actually get to kickstart the season, right? It's so rough with these schedule makers. They just throw us right into it. Um, but our pick and bans uh, went as following. Um, C9, we had blue side. Evil Genius is his red side. So the first uh, ban, Callista, we ban Zeri. They ban Wukong, we ban Talia. They ban Lucian, we banned Gragas. That's the first round of the pick and bans. And to look over it, it's simple matter of just taking away comfort and taking away power picks and um, really heavy focus on jungle and ADC in the first round. So C9 followed that up by taking away Senna. And then we took Ezreal Karma. Strong duo, strong poking bot. Okay, so we, we kind of revealed a little bit of what our hand is, and that remains the top jungle and mid yet to be picked. And so at this point, C9 will probably need to respond. One of their picks has to be a support to kind of solidify that. Um, but also because of the jungle, lack of jungle options at this point, they take the best available, which is Viego. Okay, makes sense. Then Tom Kench to pair with Senna is the traditional pairing. So uh, no surprise there. And then uh, we close out the first round with Sejuani pick. Now, this is very interesting. Uh, Sejuani could be played jungle, could be played top. So we left it very vague. Um, and certainly uh, it could alert C9 that maybe, hey, they took their jungle right now because we can still... Uh, you know, we don't have to focus so much on banning out uh, too many junglers. Um, and also seems to fit inspired playstyle of farming jungler. So 
we didn't reveal our hand, so we'll see what happens next. In the second round of the uh, ban phase, we take out the Gwen. Um, super strong at the top right now. Um, and they banned out uh, Yone. Hmm. I don't believe I've seen Jojo Pion play Yone, but yeah, whatever. Uh, then we banned out Nar. Um, and then they banned out Jin Zhao. So they kind of have a sense that maybe we didn't pick our jungle just yet. And so uh, focus on top and mid, I mean, top and jungle ban. And we're left also knowing that they picked their bot lane, they picked their jungle, so it's a matter of top and mid. We're not afraid of their mid, apparently, from this ban. Not a lot of great options left, in my opinion, but here we go. Um, Blabber takes Trundle. Oh, I'm sorry. Inspire takes Trundle. That's an interesting pick. I haven't seen Trundle a lot in this meta, in this patch, but hey, um, he did well in it in spring, so I'm guessing this is more comfort. Didn't have time to get introduced to the new patch and the new players. And then uh, we have, they, they take Fiora and Victor, and we round it out with Corky. Well, the game unfolded. We saw a lot of, uh, certainly it, it was our game to lose, and we didn't. Um, C9 had a couple of roster issues. They had their academy bot lane in there. And also Jensen Rusty. All right, C9 folks, I'm giving you a break in this matter. And because this was fairly one-sided, I think we dominated a game from beginning to end. Now, looking into the second game, 100 Thieves against Evil Geniuses, our nemesis, our, uh, the runner-up of the LCS Spring, right? They're supposed to be the ones... We haven't won against them all like regular season, but we swept them in the finals. So satisfying. Um, so coming back, I'm sure they were looking forward to this. They were hungry. They wanted to, to take their revenge on us. And this certainly was a game that, if you remember from last week, that I was uh, likely to pencil in as a potential loss for us. So game unfolded as such. We were on blue side, 100 Thieves on red side. And we started our ban with Lucian. They take out Zeri. We take out Senna. They take out Karma, we take out Callista, and they take out Sejuani. Kind of saw how uh, strong impact was on the Sejuani, right? Really tanky, lots of utilities, and, and, and even has a couple of uh, kill potential in there. Um, so our first thought here was, okay, a lot of ADCs are banned, but we'll just take Ezreal. Uh, Danny seemed to did well in the first game. We'll take him again. They followed that up with a Kaisa Wukong pick. Pretty strong jungle. I think Kaisa is a very good counter to Ezreal in many cases. And then uh, we pick our Braum to protect the Ezreal since we don't have the Karma anymore. Um, and then Viego, a strong jungle pick. And then they rounded out their pick with Abadage on Ari. So. Going into the second band phase, they take out the Lissandra, noting that that's a big counter to Ari. So very smart um, pick here. And then we band out Rakan. Hmm, very interesting. Uh, I guess Rakan is sort of in meta uh, until now. He's been picked twice in the uh, first two days. And I don't see him getting banned much. So Rakan is an interesting ban. 
in my opinion. Then uh, they ban Azir. I've never seen Jojo on Azir, but maybe Jojo uh, Azir is a good counter to Ari. Then we ban out Kale, right? We don't want that scaling champ to bother us. So uh, they take Nautilus to go along with their Kaisa. Makes sense to me. Uh, and then we pick. We come back with a LeBlanc Gwen. My word, this was a, a, a team that a composition that's looking to for a fight. Uh, and they rounded out their pick with Nar someday on Nar. I like to spend a little bit of time on this game as uh, walking you through what I'm seeing, uh, watching the highlight of this game. Uh, this was a very fairly close game. And immediately what stood out to me is how aggressive Jojo was in trying to deny farm of Abadage. But ultimately make that strange uh, unnecessary death. Very reminiscent of Jizuke. I'm beginning to get flashbacks just watching that. And you know Jizuke does that quite often. But then, uh, you know, the game at six minutes, Danny got a kill when a, a fight broke loose in, in the jungle. For some reason, both teams were trying to uh, head towards the mid jungle uh, part. And, um, you know, just a lot of skirmishes, a lot of fights, a lot of uh, out of lane type of plays. And our team was just able to match their tempo, have such a, a, a solid uh, rotation and protected our jungle very well. I think Closer tried to invade several times. And then, uh, you know, the game got very close. There was a lot, a lot of fight for the Herald. There was a um, fight in the mostly in the river just trying to establish control um our warding was well actually hundred thieves warding looked very good and they they were able to put in a couple of deep wards into our jungle uh so this game was fairly uh, close because they have the vision advantage early on and then you know our team just continues to play the typical we never fell behind in gold um, the score is six to five at 22 minutes still, and then uh, you know at this point it's about uh, controlling the objectives and certainly our our really what we're doing really well still is using dragon as baits. We don't typically uh, need to get the dragon or you know force something to happen. We set it up and uh, allow the enemy to take the first. Uh, jab at it and then we can answer by taking them on their weakened state or when they burn their skills and uh, the game continues to unfold still very close at the 30 minute mark right um, and then at that point our team fighting just was better um, 27 minutes our team fighting showed up well we took the baron and they couldn't even contest that and we pushed into their base and from there um, you know the game just you know went our way there was uh unless we were super goof unless someone trolled this game was ours very impressive play top to bottom and uh we executed the comp very very well and what stand out most of it uh to me is our ability to team fight really well we fought them until like very low health bars and almost like it, it felt like this time we were the team that um, exude the aggression and the ability to not panic during team fights, something that we were the victim of at MSI, right? A lot of teams like RNG and T1 and G2, all of them were able to get us super low and then we lose the team fight, but they uh, 
we we get them i'm sorry we got them to have a low um low health bars but they always end up being the victor in those team fights but this time it looked like we were that team uh and coming out the other end very very nice very solid day and then uh, we finish off the Super Week against FlyQuest, our true nemesis. They are the good guys, so to speak, right? Uh, we are on red side again, and they are on blue side, so pick and ban goes as such. Karma, then we ban Zeri, they ban Viego, we ban Lucian, they ban Senna, we ban Azir. Mm, kind of getting a feel for knowing like which champs and which compositions are very strong right now and that we don't want... Uh, one or the other to have them. Uh, FlyQuest start off with a Wukong. Really, I think it makes sense. Give one of their best players, uh, Jose Diodo, the best, uh, one of the better junglers. Uh, Wukong is very strong in this meta, very durable, and can cause a lot of damage with a, uh, a CC that just can be debilitating. We followed it up with a Ezreal Lelia pick. And... It seems like it didn't phase us no matter how many times people tried to ban the Karma. They, I think they should actually be focusing on banning the Ezreal instead. Or maybe they were coveting the Ezreal. Who knows? Uh, they followed up with a Twitch Yumi, which uh, from this morning's game when I look into the LPL, it's a very, very strong pick. Twitch is in meta right now. Um, but out of all the games I've seen so far, Twitch has not worked well overall in in na but that's only a small sample size noting that uh that's where they went uh, twitch yumi combo and then we rounded off with a gp top for impact giving us that uh global alts the crits uh damage and um just being able to uh, assist assist the team around the map while um also doing a lot of damage on its own so we got some power very powerful uh, damage dealers on uh, the board already we followed that up with a ban of atrox probably is a counter to gp i'm not sure i'm not sure uh and then they ban yone again i am very curious maybe maybe jojo pyun is a terror in scrims with yone because i i he is a popular band though yone has been banned total four times or and picked um let me see he's been picked once banned four times um so yeah probably one of the mid priority picks uh they banned leblanc or we banned leblanc interesting um and they they banned i really uh why did they do that noting that we already have gp I'm going to have to ask the flight check crew what this is all about. Well, uh, we follow up with a Sona. Sona Ezreal. Wow, this is an old school bot lane pairing. And then they have, they take uh, Vladimir and Ari. And they l picked Ari knowing that, you know, Lissandra was free. They countered themselves. Or they didn't even think of that counter because... Ari tries to dive in and do damage while Lissandra can freeze herself and freeze those around her. It's a very defensive champ. They probably didn't think that Jojo Pyun can play uh, Lissandra well. Well, hopefully that surprised them and not underestimate our Jojo Pyun. Um, this game had some good moments for FlyQuest, but ultimately it was a decisive victory for Evil Geniuses. 
Wow. Lots and lots of good stuff here for Arkin Group. Um, and so really, I had to enlist some of the voices from our Reddit to tell me what they thought of Super Week. Lolcrunch1 says, Great game in general. One thing that look at is how absolutely aggressive Danny's Ezreal is and how clean it looks compared to his as even last split. In team fight, he was blinking forward to proc Ws. It was one of those things that gave EG the edge in the C9 and Fly games after being down or behind. Not to pack the common, but just generally how many of the weaknesses that EG clearly had before going to Korea for MSI are either much less prominent um, and things that I still feel that they need to work on is build uh, is on their builds and micro so that they aren't far behind in the first place and have to play hard to get play hard to get the lead back um, other people mentioned like guilty bystander Jojo trash talk is something I live for I always tune into the interviews for shots fired rip Jensen LMFAO oh boy if you miss that you gotta go look at what he said um, but that was an amazing tweet. Trash talk by JoJo is always welcome. Um, Mfrak103 says, My old TL shirts are headed to good. Well, I am sorry, Team Liquid. We were not mean to steal your fans, but uh, fans are choosing the new era. Uh, we have Set Sun, uh, CET Sun. Great sign that EG can beat teams like 100 Thieves now while not playing at their max potential. I agree with that sentiment. It really feels like the only team that can compete with us is TL, who would be super hype if both teams are 8-0 heading into their first match on week 4. I think I've heard this sentiment over in our Discord, over online. Uh, just something to look forward to. I I think I, I am excited. I think we can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Team Liquid, um, and it, it would be closer to maybe like a 55-45 for us. And this is with me with the rose-colored glasses on. Um and then Manisonic said, absolutely awesome going 3-0 against two of the supposed top teams, although Cloud9 is definitely not at their full strength, but still should give us much nicer cushion for going into the playoffs than what we had last split. Awesome performance from everyone except Impact, but he usually does well in the playoffs, so it's okay for now. Hopefully we got some good competition from the other teams so that we keep improving going into Worlds. Huh, this, uh, this this comment on Impact is interesting to me. Is it because his stats didn't look good? Because I thought he played well. He adapted. He was whatever we our team needed uh, at top lane. And just, uh, I didn't have much big issues. I mean, I did see several times where he got uh, caught out, where he got uh, overextended and then uh, get ganked by the enemy but um that never wavered his confidence and his playstyle. he will be this aggressive uh weak side which is really weird to say he can be an aggressive weak side he can be a carry and definitely a, a roamer as well but he's he's fitting in these are some of the champs that he plays well in and so uh, thank you so much, guys. I will continue to be posting on Reddit. I will be enlisting your voices on, uh, you know, Discord and Twitter. Follow our podcast, Live Evil Pod, uh, at Live Evil Pod on Twitter. I will put the Reddit, um, you know, anytime I have a Reddit post, I will post it on Twitter. Join our Discord, which can be found in the show notes. And of course, any new happenings, just uh, you can keep up with us at Living Evil News 
which is your one-stop shop for all things Evil Geniuses, League of Legends related. And guys, love you. Continue to root for our boys. Uh, headed into week two, we only have two games uh, because it is our reg- back to our regular uh, schedule. We will be facing Immortals, who had their good up and down moments um still solidifying uh their team i think a kenvi is an interesting prospect but not yet to the level of an lcs jungler in my opinion um but he has it's a lot of excitement he's another any talent that we should always root for and then on sunday we will be facing the currently undefeated clg my mind is blown undefeated clg who will face our old uh, academy and part-time jungler contracts. And so looking forward to that as well. So this should be a chill week, uh, at least from my perspective. But it is certainly one that we can come away with learning more about our boys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let your friends know, let your enemies know that the Live Evil Pod is out there to cover all things evil geniuses. And... Thank you so much for tuning in again. Until next time, live evil.